0: Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, hole at the water hole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK conveyors. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, welcome to Neighbors. This is the Neighbors Recap Podcast where we have a chat about the five most recent episodes that aired. I'm Vaya. And I'm CJ. And I've usually we're in the Nest studios, but I've taken Neighbours on the road this week and we're at CJ's place. We are. We are. And it's just a new. It's a new feel. It's, it's a, a new, new feel. B- it's a new vibe. But I live in an area of Melbourne that is kind of like Ramsey Street. Like, I don't know if you noticed that driving through. Everywhere looks like Ramsey Street. I did notice there was a game of cricket going on oh, yeah. in the park when I drove past. They're probably all going to go in for a Barbie later. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. they're not playing it in the street. Yeah. Oh, they, they do sometimes. They do? Yeah. <laughs> So what we'll do is quickly, CJ, I'll ask you about some events that happened Mm -hmm. uh, the week before last, Mm -hmm. of course, dealing with the major event, the clickbait wedding, Mm -hmm. which it was a wedding only structured and plotted so that we would tune in. It had no bearing on anyone as actual life. they got engaged by accident. Yeah. Which I think with, happened when I was not watching for. A yeah, bit. and it was reaffirmed when Paige told my uh Mike, Mark <laughs> that, that yeah, she pulled out the ring. She was gonna tell him she wasn't sure about marriage, but then he saw her with Doug's old ring. Oh. And okay. then she did the Joey from Friends manoeuvre. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and so do you think that from the proposal it was clickbait wedding or do you think that they were going to be engaged for a while and that's what changed things? Okay, so what I thought would have been better mm-hmm. is if him having to arrest Paige at her wedding was just ridiculous. It I was, think it was. what they should have had was him maybe him arresting her at the engagement party. Oh, that's better. Because that would have been a little lower key mm-hmm. and it would have explained why well, – to be fair, yeah. in Aaronsboro it would have been the same key because that still would have been in the backyard. Yeah. Everyone would have been there. Exactly the same. She wouldn't have been wearing that dress, though. That's the only difference. Yeah. They still would have put nice fruit platters on the tables mm-hmm. and it would have explained why amber and bubs and a whole bunch of other people didn- couldn't be bothered flying down just for the engagement they're like we'll see you at the wedding yeah we'll come later yeah. and like the mum couldn't make it but was there the next day and lou couldn't <laughs> make it but was there a few days later yeah because lou will come back for a party yeah but not for not for nuptials and, but he'll come back to have a drink with the boy she rearranged the whole day's plans around one of the grandfathers yeah and not the grandfather that she lives with half the time yeah yeah yeah, none of it was really good, and but and the when she when he walked in and she was like, "Let's get married!" Like it was I was yeah. hyper zoomed in. Yeah, and it was like a French film or something. Like it was, <laughs> it was really full on, but it, and it wasn't like a, a moment where I loved Paige, and I normally really love Paige. Yeah. But like the shots weren't nice. It wasn't a nice scene, and no, we no, weren't meant to feel good. She I guess. looked a bit like crazy bride, crazy yeah. eyes bride. Yeah, like she had built up this big dream wedding, even though she the whole time she was, like, super casual about the whole thing. Yeah, she was like, let's just have a barbecue in the back and we'll invite the kids out that are playing cricket on the street. Yeah. Like, yeah, she was fine about it all, and then she got that dress. So then it was just ridiculous. It just meant that the wedding – you couldn't buy into any part of the wedding. No. So I kind of – yeah, it would have been so much better if they'd just done the engagement and then just called the engagement off rather than – every year now it's going to be a yearly tradition. Who's going to almost get married – yeah, it's well it's going to keep going. And also like I don't I would never want to get back together with a guy that whose first reaction is to arrest me. Yeah, not let's have 5 minutes to chat yeah. around, around the side of the house. Yeah, he just went straight, straight for straight and there were other cops. Yeah, they were through. they were approaching. He could have just said my mate Stewie from the force has yeah. to have a word with you. Like even when they arrest Paul and stuff, they give him like a bit of grace period. Yeah, but like because they do that frequently, <laughs> arrest Paul. But and or like because I've obviously been watching a lot of SVU, and Olivia mm. Benson always lets like the mum have a few minutes to get the kids ready, yep. get them out of the way before she arrests the dad. Like none of that. If he was a decent cop with yeah. a good heart. He would have said, let's go around to the other side of the yard. That, and let's remember, all she was possibly being convicted for was some robberies of some junk. Or, yeah, storing stolen goods, not actually even stealing the goods. Yeah, so it wasn't like murder. (laughs) He didn't have to jump down there straight away because she was, you know, quite possibly going to kill someone else at the wedding. Yeah. No. And, like, we had my boyfriend on the last podcast and... If one of us thought the other one had been harboring stolen goods, it would have been almost funny to go, mate, what have you been doing? Yeah, what's happening in the guest room I didn't know about? What's going on? (laughs) Do we need to talk about hard rubbish? What's the situation? Yeah, because it would be clearly that you were a hoarder or something. It it wouldn't be that you'd hooked up with this crime family and they were out to get you. Yeah, do we need to call 1-800-GOT-JUNK? What's the story? Yeah. So that was all ludicrous. And the other quick thing I wanted to touch on from the week before was how Paul Robinson one day had an idea that his new business venture was going to be motivational seminars. Yeah. And he got one person. (laughs) Steph. Who was Steph (laughs) Scarlett. Like, did he advertise? Because it was the day before, right? Oh, okay. And he, yeah, it just dawned on him. He's like, I have ideas. I've got business sense. People will pay for that. But also like, you know, the, um, the guy from the Leo movie. You know, um Wolf of Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Like he does that and he was a dodgy guy. Yeah. Right. So I can see why Paul would make the connection. Or um or he, maybe he saw up in the air with George Clooney how he he, he his shtick is, You've got your backpack of life. Yeah. What are you gonna pack in your backpack? Oh. And and he, he walks along with a meta- metaphorical backpack. And, and that's it. That's the gimmick. The, that, that's so, it. Paul Robinson didn't even have a gimmick. It was He'd just, have to have a briefcase or a laptop bag. Yeah, what are you gonna pack in your metaphorical life briefcase? Yeah, because he doesn't have a life, it's all on Theresa's um table. It's in time front room, in her front living room. Yeah. Not even in the back sunroom, which I which, which was is much nicer. Much nicer where she has to retreat to when he commandeers her living room. And he a lot of people observe this online that he somehow found like thirty matching chairs in an hour and <laughs> yeah, had them, get them all from? set up. And he had a lectern had the podium at the ready (laughs) oh man he would have had like a presentation slide and everything yeah i mean he doesn't even know how to open emails from daniel so maybe not but (laughs) no he he didn't have a powerpoint going No, he was going off the cuff a lot of the time yeah and and so steph shows up and she's the only one and then the presentation was so good that she's like you can have all my money yeah i'm investing in your dive motel scheme and the thing is after that, he didn't go, great, my first seminar was a raging success. Next week, I'll book another one and it'll be great. No, it was just... That's it. That's it. I got what I needed. I got an investor. Do you... How do you feel about the Dive Hotel? I have I have a few things to say about that. I think they should just stop whatever they're going to do and just turn it into a brothel. It's it's getting... Can you imagine if Steph was a madam? I can. I can <laughs> imagine that. She caters to all types. Yeah. And... I keep thinking it gets progressively worse in every scene it's in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's, it's almost like, I don't know where my brain went just now, but when you have a Tamagotchi and you neglect it for a few hours. Yep, it and keeps when you open it, like there's flies buzzing around it oh. and then there's manure piling up around it. It's like every time they walk yep. away from the dive hotel and they come back, there's an extra hole in the wall. There's an extra like piece of debris. Yep. And, it's, and the furniture keeps getting progressively more 70s. Yeah, it's not a good investment. It's terrible. And like, what is Paul going to do? It's sad, really. Yeah. Paul needs lots of money in a penthouse. He can't function without this. And if he wanted to do go into the accommodation hospitality business, why not take a leaf out of Sheila's book, yep. turn the man shed into an Airbnb room. Perfect. Rent it out. Or the rotunda or, yeah. or something. Yeah. He could just, you know, occupy something. Yeah, and do it. Occupy Ramsey Street. Yeah, but no, oh, he's he's not good at functioning. Like, he's not one of those people that really has a lot of skills that are transferable to being poor. No. No. So, you know. I often think it's people that are kind of more conceptual. Like, I'm a bit more artistic in my career and I often think, if I couldn't do that, mm. what else would I be able to do? And the answer is very little. Mm. And I think Paul's in that position. Yeah. So, we'll jump into the week of Monday the 15th and we'll get more into the Aaron's Borough yeah, shitty motel talk in a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Monday, mm-hmm. we've come in from the news that Steph's going to be Paul's investor. Yep. And now she Ling... makes good decisions all the time. Yeah, because yeah. she's got a blazer now, she's got a power blazer. <laughs> and when you dress the part, it equips you to make decisions. Yeah, she's dressing for the job she wants. Yeah. Hmm. And I love that she immediately, she's come into this money from these shares that, that Lynn put in her name. Mm. And she immediately starts dressing like a rich person. Yeah. She's like, I got $35,000. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it's $70,000. 70, yeah. $35,000 is, $35, is, I think, how much it costs for a gazebo slash dog, dog surgery. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Dog brain surgery. Yeah. So <laughs> there's now, some, just a few prices in Aaron's <laughs> yep. Now, Now, Rage and Lynn are all pretty dubious about this business dealing. Yeah. And who can blame Lynn for feeling this way about yeah, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to rage. I, I like that there's a bit of um, hotel mogul rivalry emerging now between to rage and Paul. Mm-hmm. So we know that they had this makeout sesh. Yeah. But also we kind of think that they slept together, but no one's saying it. Yeah. But no one's talking about Do you think they went the whole nine yards? Well, they went upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Once, once you, once, yeah. once you're up there. But like, they're not 16. They went upstairs. <laughs> you know, like if, if they were 16 and they went upstairs, maybe it just would have been some light yeah. touching, but it's Paul and Therese. Yeah. And the, I love that there was barely even a discussion about it. It was, she was in her dressing gown. She went, are you coming? And off he went. That was that. Yeah. Uh, so there's a she bit She was of, very aggressive. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. There was some sparks flying since that, cause uh, we don't know how that's all going to pan out. And now they're going to be like- She's got Lassiter's. he's got that shitty motel. Yeah, and, like, she's winning, (laughs) but he feels that he taught her everything she knows. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so Lynn's trying to get some dirt on Paul, Mm. and this is where it emerges that he had, that Paul, in the previous week, had tried to hit up poor poor senile Doug Mm. for his spare cash and Mm -hmm. had got him to write a check for $20,000. Instead of giving that money to Paige and Mark as a wedding present, yeah. Which Firstly, um, hello. Why couldn't you guys have just had a sham wedding to get that cash? Yeah, because that's a great. Like, deal. if someone let Mark know about that money, because he probably would have gone through with it. Yeah. But two things that I've got mm. is that he had not checked. He had not banked the check. True. Why did he not say I hadn't banked it? He said, "Oh, yeah, maybe he could have said." Two things he could have said either I felt bad and I was going to return it. And speak to him when he was in a clear estate. Yeah. Or there. uh just go bank it and then no one's no one. No can one. But say he anything. just left it there. Yeah. So like he hasn't even done anything wrong yet, really. People aren't great at handling checks in Aaron's borough. Do you remember when Imogen had, oh, yeah. had marks? And it went right down the bottom deposit? of the, that bin. Yeah. Like not even the top. And then she had to go take it to the bank with bin juice all over it. Mm-hmm. So I just don't I think electronic funds transfers of should be the the transaction of choice. Yeah, although I don't think Doug knows how to do that. No. No. Pam would be handling it all. Yeah. And also the other thing about Doug is you know how he's not doing great. Yeah. Um, but Pam's happy to put him on a plane by himself. Yeah, she's look she's had she's had Jack. She needs some time. Yeah, she does. But she didn't even like there was no carer. No. I mean I guess you can put children on a plane. So I'm sure there's yeah checks in place. I just feel, to feel like the Did he come in a taxi? Brad, Drab went to the airport to pick him up, to meet him at the gate. So he could have got there like, and let's think it's Drab, right? Yeah. So there's a chance he got there 15 minutes late and this guy just circled around the airport by himself. He probably invested in a few more hotels on his way through. He probably owns the airport motel (laughs) because who knew how much money he had just stashed away. An airport is a much better place for a motel. Why does Paul's investments have to be in Erinsborough? Yeah. And plus, like we know that at a moment's notice something can be created in Erinsborough. So there, there could actually be an airport in Arinsborough True. that we don't know about. Because the prison surely isn't too far. No, like they've got a prison, they've got a university every now and then when they need it, they've got um, their shopping centre, they've got schools, libraries, yeah. there's the private school that's not far, <laughs> yes. and some Corn- like there's a lot happening. <laughs> it, it's uh yeah, it's a, it's a metropolis. Yeah. <laughs> and so with the prison, so this takes us over to the Cannings, right? Now... Gaz Can, mm. Gary Canning, mm. we remember that we left him, this is Kyle's father and also Xanthi's bonus father. Yeah. She was his secret love child. Yeah. And we left him in Much prison. fancier than the Canning. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah she's she, yeah she's too good for this world. And Gazcan, Can, he went to the slammer because Paul had paid him to beat up, was it Ezra? I think it was Ezra. Ezra who yeah. um, tried to um, date rape. To rage, yeah. Tried, tried. It We're was confirmed on it tried. It was a little bit nebulous. Yep, just like Poland. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they called Erinsborough SVU to investigate. No, they've just got their, those four police officers this, yeah. that have to do everything. <laughs> yeah, they're and, like they're like the police officers akin to tody Rebecca. They, they they can do any kind yeah, of crime. They don't have their own beat. Like we don't have a no. vice squad. No. We do like we we don't have petty crimes. They're all just in it. But they did have that main officer come down before the wedding. I loved, I loved her. That and she's from things. I know she, her, right? I I learnt is Josie's, um, one of Josie's lesbian mothers. Remember, Callum went out with Josie. Oh, yeah, it's delightful. Yeah, she she's like one of the head detectives, mm. and I think she should be in it a lot more often. Mm. She gets things done. She's like. Stolen goods, something's gone down, go get Paige. Well, Home and Away, I don't watch it, but apparently it's, it's basically turned into damages, I hear. <laughs> like it's just murder after murder after Home murder. Home and Away looks hectic. Yeah. From those ads. And it's very dark. I uh, I am stressed when I watch those ads. So if that kind of outlook came to Ramsey Street, yeah. she could be there all the time. She'd have her hands full. Let us know. Hit us up on... On uh, Twitter or Facebook, mm. uh, on our accounts, to tell. If, if, are you a home and a Yeah. Is it stressful over there? Because it looks pretty hard. And how many people color. are dead? What's the body count from last yeah. year? And it's a, it's a revolving door of cast. Yeah, and but like there's like guns missing, and like there's stressful <laughs> things happening up there. And then they did like it's like a who shot Mister Burns? Yeah. It's anyway, anyway so let's, let's let's things are lighter over I mean, in Erinsborough. I mean, we've got prison visits. Yeah, we, he, we do. And Gary. Yeah. So he's now. He's coming up to his parole. He's been doing well in prison. He's been behaving. Yeah, he's probably in the book club. (laughs) What's he reading? Not sure. The Malways? (laughs) Da Vinci Code. And so Xanax, Xanthi, (laughs) and Colette Nan go and pay him a visit. Yep. And that's where they learn he's up for parole and Xanthi's really excited to see him. She is. She's kind of sad stereotype of girl that wasn't loved by dad enough. Yeah, Yeah. because she's... She doesn't even um, – she says to him, oh, so you still love me? No. And instead of being the one to tell him, hey, Dad, why didn't you tell me about my secret brother? Yeah, I've got a brother. Did you know about my nana? Like, what's the deal? Yeah, I uh, didn't think to mention that. No. Uh, and also didn't think to tell me you were in jail. Yeah, and that you have this life that's not great. Yes, um. but no, she was really forgiving. Yeah, she was. It's sad. But Colette Nan to placate Xanthi offers Gary accommodation. Yeah. And in, in the, one of the spare rooms. And at the end of this episode, um, Kate wanted us to touch on the actual configuration of all the yep. households at the moment because there's no room at the inn. No, I don't understand where anyone can be. No. And I've also noticed they have some block letters, you know, that you put on the bookcase. Oh, yeah. um, In, in that home. They, they do a bit of Kmart redecorating quite often, <laughs> I think, in the Canning home. Yeah. Um, and there's an ex. She's only been there like a fortnight and they've gone and got her an ex. And. <laughs> um, So, wow, they've put that on the shopping list. Like, get some decor that reflects. Yeah, and I'm like, did they have the other letters? I need to, like, find an episode from, like, four months ago and find out whether they had other letters and they've added the X or if they went out and bought all the (sighs) other letters. And to be honest, I have to confirm whether the other letters correspond with names too. I'll have to get Kate to keep an eagle eye out because she's good with the home decor. body. Oh, she is, yeah. Uh, And also maybe well, there's two handymen. Like, maybe Amy just whipped one up. Well, that's true. They could have just cut it and painted maybe it Maybe Brad Drab whittled one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, Drab. Now, and he got a new job, didn't he, in this last week? He's well, doing a program or something. No, okay. So, he's still at Erinsborough High, although you wouldn't know it because he's never there. Yeah, he's got, he's got uh, time in lieu or something this week. Was, Even though yeah. it's the first term. Yeah. Like, why use your time in lieu later. And I don't think teachers get that stuff. No, because you, you have holidays. Yeah. They have like you don't do 12 weeks of holidays and then say I've got Tuesday off, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And you've got curriculum days. and Anyone. It's a, it's a sh- no one in the place got burned, itself burnt down. Burnt down, yeah. So I think he – and he's also been recruited to run a like a youth motivational program. like Because you know how he did the running club? All and that he, time he made Bailey run and that, yeah. that helped him with his alcoholism? Yeah, Yeah. Okay. So he takes children that are going through some stuff. And makes them do sport. And there's, I mean, there's a, a never ending trail of that yeah. in this area. So, so he has got a market for it. Yeah. But I kind of don't think it's a great idea for him to be missing work to do that. No. And I mean, he's got a few relationships on the go, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's got a lot on. So. He rarely, like he moved, he was quick to move back into Loz's house from the yeah. Brennan home. I just, I would like him to go and live in that flat. That um, Drew and um, Libby lived in. Yeah. Um, and the affair flat when people have affairs yeah. and they need to break up and live I'd like somewhere. him to go there for a bit yeah. and live by himself. Yeah. Maybe Josh could visit and, you know, rather than just going back and forth all across the street. But look, if he's not working all the time and taking all this, maybe he's got unpaid leave. Maybe he can't afford it. And Lois is like, I've got this big house. Yeah. Dad Dad, cop stuff's not being used. Come on over. Yeah. She can probably give him his gun and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he became like pretend cop. Well, they need they need all the help they, they can need, get because yeah, they, they put Breno it. on leave, which we'll get to. Mm. So, oh, uh, during this – so then Carl visits old mate, his old man in prison. Yeah. Now, I just want to point out – Yes. Can, so you've had some experience in the – In prison. In prison. <laughs> not as a prisoner, but anyway. On a professional level, you've worked – That's right. On a program that took place in a prison. That's right. And there's like one, maybe there's two visiting hours, but there's not like three. It's not come as you want. And it's not three, one person doesn't get three visits. No, they would immediately assume that they were bringing drugs in and they would be (laughs) shut down. In fact, you would suspect the young innocent daughter yeah fifteen year old coming in you'd be checking her earrings and yeah high heels, to- well everything. well, my bra used to go off every time I went through that machine. <laughs> Imagine how much of her stuff goes off. She's much fancier than me so but and then they meet in this like picnic table in the cafeteria or yeah. something what Um, So it's like it would have been a visitor centre. They had that quite right. I feel like they might have used the Wentworth set or something. Oh, great. Yeah, but um, like that was quite right. They actually do prison pretty well. Okay. Yeah. It it actually looked suspiciously like Erinsborough High. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think they draw from the high school to make the prison. You remember the original Prisoner before Wentworth? I don't, but Kate's a massive fan. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Kate. So yeah. was I. Um, another thing in common yeah. <laughs> for Kate. And I. Um, they did a survey amongst school students because they couldn't figure out, it was actually in the UK, so shout out to the UK, um, why they liked Prisoner so much. Oh. They didn't understand why these school children from England were so interested in this women's Australian drama. Yeah. And they, they studied them and they realised that they felt – it was like their school experience. Oh, my God. Like a boarding school yeah. drama. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. So it's not strange <laughs> that they would be shot in the same location, yeah. really. It's um, like how love and hate are close to each other on the circle. Yep. So too are high school and prison. Yep. Yep. I mean, you're stuck with the same people day in, day out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're fighting to be top dog. Yep. So uh, Kyle basically reprimands Gary. He, putting, he got one more chance. Yeah, putting him in this tight spot, you know, gives him a hard time about his secret second family. But then he comes back, and Xanthi's all excited at the possibility of having dad back home, and she co opts Kyle into making a bed. Because mm-hmm. we know he built that sex bed for Kyle and Susan, or he tried to. Oh, that's all right. Back in I don't and know And the hospital beds for the children. Oh, right, really? Yeah, remember. Um, What's his wife's name again? Ex wife, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Well, I mean. They're still buried. Yeah, 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 true. Um, she writes letters now. Yeah. Um, she got him to make beds for the children in the children's hospital. Oh, they just got one handyman. They don't have to be approved by the health department or the. I think it was like department. maybe in the rehab department okay. or like it was maybe it was for them to go home with. Right. Yeah. Like it was a, it was a nice thing. It was a heartwarming okay, moment. Yeah. But I think only yeah, made like ten. Like I don't think it was a big contract. No. No. But. So he can make sex beds and children's beds. Yeah. And so, yeah, now he's going to build this huge king-size bed for to help his dad's back. But I don't think Kyle's beds are posturpedic. No. But also back complaints are big in prison. Yeah, sure. So they, yeah. they got that right. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, because they have just foam mattresses. Yeah. That's um, not ideal. On concrete. So, yeah. So the betting situations. I mean, yeah. Kyle could probably get a contract at the prison making hundreds it's of a bets. brilliant idea. Yeah. And then he could see Gary all the time. He's got to think long term about his prospects. Yeah, he does. But no, he's not thinking about much other than Amy. <sighs> Dear. So they go. Now, here's the thing. So they go to the prison a third time. I forget why. So Xanthi and Grandma go back, right? Oh I think just Grandma. Just Grandma. Oh, yeah. Just Grandma. You're right. You're right. I don't know why she went back. And it's got to be a bit how close is it is she spent 4 hours in the car that day going ferrying people back and forth I to the think, prison i think it's right there like i i really think it's like in, it's really i think corner. it's like in anson's corner it's in um uh what's that new suburb they mentioned the other week waverton maybe yeah. it's in waverton, waverton. Uh, yeah it's 20 minutes yeah. by car yeah so it's still a couple of hours in the car yeah meanwhile gazcan's got the guilt because of what he's going to put his son through mm-hmm. and he has found himself in a prison brawl yeah he self sabotaged and now his parole's off. Yeah. So we end that whole situation with Z- Zankan sad. Yeah. And she's like, I, I'm looking forward to have her having more emotions right now, but she's she's quite 2D at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. She's happy. She's sad. She's it. sassy. Yeah. She doesn't, there's no layers. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now into Tuesday, Steph is now judging Paul for fleecing an old man for yeah. his $20,000. I love how like they were they were also like a little shocked. You were shocked that Paul would yeah. take advantage really. Yeah. Come on. Even Paul was like, "Guys, as if I wouldn't." Yeah, there was some guy giving me a check. What did, what did you want yeah. me to do? And it's like a a peer of his, an acquaintance of his. It wasn't a stranger. Yeah, I feel like they've known each other a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So Steph pulls out of the deal, and now she sits down with Lynn and they have a little strategy meeting about mm-hmm. her prospects. Yeah. And this was one of my favourite moments of the week because Lynn starts pitching ideas and one of the ideas is great. She suggests a yeah. food truck. Yeah. I mean and in Melbourne right now food trucks are pretty big, as they are in many places around the world. They are hot. I there's a park down the road from me and every Saturday all the food trucks gather and yeah. it's a wonderland. There's yeah. like Mexican, there's Korean barbecue, there's and you can get whatever you want. Frozen yogurt, burgers. Yep. Oh, it's it's a paradise. Steph would fit right in there. She could cater to all types yeah, she... <laughs> as she could if she ran a brothel. She's yep. run, she's worked in hospitality. Yeah, She's worked with food. She probably has a food handling certificate. She probably got that in prison. Yeah. she's great. Yeah. Wow. She'd probably even sell booze. Lynn could run it with her. Yeah, and, and as Lynn pointed out, she ran a very successful hairdressing business in her day. <laughs> and isn't she running a farm? or She has a cafe now, doesn't she? I'm very confused about what Lynn does and the fact that she can take leave from it at a moment's notice and then leave Bendigo to do yeah, that. Yeah, because if she lives in like a country like a country city yeah. and then she has a cafe, she can't just close it no. and then go away. But doesn't she have like a husband but not really? Yeah, they broke up but he lives – there. There in the yeah. country as yeah. well with their other son. Yeah, it's just very confusing. Mm-hmm. If she does have a farm, why can't Steph just work on that? Work the land. Yeah, oh, because she needs to be in Aaronsboro because that's where she will find her son again. Great. Because as if Toadie wouldn't be a lawyer if she was in Bendigo. True, yeah. Yeah, like he would still do that. He'd he'd, he'd be there at a moment's notice. Yeah, he'd send Imogen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the food truck, if you want to see a mock-up of what we think Steph's food truck would look like, Go do the Art of Neighbours. That was pretty great. Or on Neighbours, Facebook.com slash Neighbours podcast. You can see a mock-up of what we think Steph's food truck could be. Yep. So I, I think that would have been perfect. She could have, have been perfect. She could have just bought a truck outright and off you go. And that would have been a business that she could have definitely taken to the courts to get her son back. Yes. And, and it's mobile. Yeah. You don't have to be stuck in Erinsborough. You could go to Bendigo with your food truck. They'd love it over there. They yeah. wouldn't know what to get them. Not Fiji, but you could go other yeah. places. Yeah. Should go visit the other Hoylands, wherever they may be. Yeah, there's a what was the there was a girl. Summer, summer. There were two different different lovers. No, she rubbed me the wrong way. Now there's no food truck. Get over the food truck, everybody. It's not happening because turns out old man Doug is up for this dive motel investment. Yeah, I I don't know. He remembered it. No, (laughs) um, and that's okay. That's okay. But he's like, whatever. Paul is a good businessman. He will take my, I think it was twenty thousand. Yeah. Um He will take my twenty thousand, turning into forty. I don't know if that's going to happen. He's this like, time I'm old. Day. What else am I going to do? My wife doesn't give a crap. Not where I am. And also, Josh is just hanging out doing nothing. So he may as well be the and guardian I, of this. And I thought Josh was at TAFE. Why isn't he at TAFE at the moment? Maybe he hasn't gone back for the year. Um, no, because they go back before uni, and uni started this week. Oh, so jo- I think he's dropped out. Josh, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> the story, Josh, hold down something. Or did he finish it? And then do nothing I mean, with it. Was it was just a two-week summer course. Well, it could have been. It was the end of last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it could have been a 6 month and he's done. But he's, okay. done, he's done nothing with it. That's no, the point. No, so that's why he's available to help with this s- yeah. scheme. He, he doesn't have a job, right? Well, sometimes he does shifts. He pulls shifts at Harold's Cafe, oh. which is essentially weird because why doesn't Lauren just send that money straight to her grandchild? Like, yeah. Like why go through the middleman of paying Josh to work the cafe then yeah. he pays the child support? Josh needs to get a job. But – his dad's barely going to be the sports teacher for long. No. So he can maybe get a teaching degree at some point soon? Yeah. he can help his dad run the, whatever that program is. The program is. for Wayward Boys. Because yeah. he's a Wayward Boy himself. Yeah. He yeah. knows. So now, because everyone's back on board, mm. Steph's back on board, the deal's on. So we leave them. And then, meanwhile, there's a contractor sniffing around the, the Quill Hotel Group mm. people at Uh, The Lasseter's complex Went to check out Toadie's office Yeah which Imogen just let her in She's like can I measure Toadie's office And Imogen's like let me just um, ask him. I can't get a hold of him, but it should be fine. Like, Don't let someone into a lawyer's office. Yeah, there's documents in there that people can't see. That could have been a, a disgruntled client that's going to go in there and just get some intel. It could have been the fire and it's just like leaving pins everywhere for him to step on when he next walks or something. <laughs> Anything could have happened. Yeah. So rookie error for Imogen. And but she n- makes them all the time. She never gets caught. I'm loses checks whatever she's always just getting a t- getting out just by the skin of her teeth. I mean she does have a lot on her plate because it's revealed in this episode as well that she's working on Gary's parole. She is and she's really excited about yeah. it. Yeah. As well as some other case that she's got going on yeah and let's just keep in mind she's in first year or second she's year just uni. ticked over to second year uni yeah but we've only seen her gone to an elective class so far yeah not a law class no i think so. Toddy's just teaching Toddy's homeschooling her yeah for the rest she's of her. getting like law degree via like internship yeah yeah so oh she, that's the other thing she's doing she's doing doug's contracts for his investment oh yeah because she can whip them up why don't they get Toadie to do some work? Toady, Imagine if you hired Toadie and then you found out all his work was being funneled through this second year uni student. Yeah. And she just shows up in her little like activewear pants with her blazer on. <laughs> oh, dear. So I mean, I love worry. her though. Yeah. I, I don't want to hold her back. If she wants to be a lawyer at 19, go for her. Like Paige, Imogen has a lot of potential for me, but mm. I feel like they just never quite realize it mm. for her. Mm. I had a lot of opinions on Imogen by the end of the How week. How long do you think she's going to be on the show? Hard to say. Yeah, because, like, you know, is she going to finish this degree? I hope she finishes the degree before she leaves. I hope one of those kids finishes a degree. Yeah, that's what I really want. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, maybe Paige will, like, do a doctorate. We don't know yet. So, now, we haven't even talked about Paige's decision, so we'll Mm. get to that. Now, the end of Tuesday is essentially um, we find out that because these contractors are sniffing around, there's now going to be a second Lasseter's Tower that's Mm going to be going up. uh, As as big as the first. And they kept saying second tower and it reminded me of the Twin Towers in yeah. New York. And then they have this scale model. They reveal this scale model in the storeroom and they essentially pick up the tower and plonk it down on top of Harold's store, on top of. Yeah, and they've got it like written like Harold's store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and, they put it down. And yeah. the law firm and the, all this stuff. Yeah, and it's Smash. slowly, it's slowly it's sort of like suffocating it. Like it yeah. slowly goes down and just like stamps it up. And we had this storyline a few years back with the development complex that was going to build a shopping centre over yeah. Carl's Garage and Sonia's Nursery. And oh, yeah. That, that they protested which I think is a great idea. I'd love an extra shopping centre near me. It'd be fantastic. But no, so clearly it's not going to happen. We're not going to see a tower. No. They're not going to demolish all the sets they're using. But whatever happened between the Quill and Robinson was so big that she's willing to waste like $400,000 on a tower. Yeah, why not? Because they're never going to fill it. Well, they could fill it with residents on Ramsey Street that are all bunking up in every house is becoming a slum now. Maybe that's where you have all the affairs now. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone can take a floor of yeah. this tower. All the weddings could be there. Everything could happen there. And okay, here's one of the highlights of the week. Xanthi and Kyle are having a spat because he's ruined she's blaming him for her dad yeah, not she getting goes straight parole. for that even though it's the dad It's that... like your dad beat up someone in prison, so he didn't have to live with you. Yeah, it's not your brother's fault. Yeah. So, to make Xanthi, Xanax feel a bit better, Sheila gives her a gift. And this gift is a euphonium. Okay. And what does that really mean? It looks like a tuba. Oh. Kind of sounds like a tuba. Oh. Our mate Rory in high school used to play the euphonium. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so, so no one that's listening will understand this, but that completely paints a picture of what that instrument is yeah. to me. So, and the is not the best sound on its own. It's and this a, is not even not quite a, a tuba. Sound, no. It was half her size. Yeah, it was. They And they didn't even have a case. They just handed her this brass instrument on its own. And... We had no inclination that she was musical before no that, right? idea. No idea. All we heard, apparently Gary had said she had a penchant for playing the euphonium. And, oh, okay. And then, I missed that part. Oh, no, okay. it didn't happen. It was implied. Oh, okay. Maybe then, you put in the letter. She must have gone to the bric-a-brac shop... And picked one up. And there it was. See, so she was so into doing makeovers last week. Yeah. Like very saucy makeovers. Yeah. And um, like she could have worked at the brothel as the makeover <laughs> artist. And then this week, that, like they're stark worlds apart, aren't they? The best thing about it is that it was never mentioned again. It might be mentioned down the track, but that was it. Bang. Tuba. Euphonium. So is yeah. it? Is it a, Is it a hint for what's coming or is it a red herring? Who knows? I'm desperate for that girl to play that euphonium. Yeah. And she's in like grade 10. It's unclear. She's fifteen. She's fifteen. But Piper should surely be near eleven. But somehow they're in the same class. Yeah, I feel like Piper's probably already finished school mentally. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, we don't have ages on Ramsey's Street. We've we've already discovered it's, this. It's this nebulous. You yeah. just you're at school or you're not at school. Yeah, you're at work, or but sometimes you don't have to be there. Yeah, you're or you're Josh. So Wednesday's episode. A lot going on. It's quite yep. fun uh, because we have this working bee yep. situation. So what's happened is the crew's down at this errands burrow, this dive motel. Mm-hmm. Which feels like it's on a main road, I think, as well. There's a lot of traffic on that main road. Mm. It's not a place where you go for some serenity. No. I think Paul originally mentioned like he was going to make it like, you know, a bit a boutique. Boutique, yeah. No, no. You need to just work with its strengths it's somewhere where you're driving along, you want to have an affair, you're on a main road, you yep. go, where are we going to pull over? Yep, $89 rooms. That's what they need to capitalize Let's on. Let's go. There yep. it is. Neon light, in yep. you go. Yep. 70s brick veneer. Beautiful. We have beds. That's what they need to say. <laughs> the Erin's We have beds. <laughs> that's that's all they need. Uh, there's no pool, there's no spa, and there's loved, nothing else. I love the sign as well, Erin's It's in that like medieval font. Oh, like it's I, a castle. I that. I'll have to go back. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's so It's not okay. So the detail, like, okay, credit to the art department. They would have had a fun day at the office putting this together. Yeah, they would have, yeah. So we get there. We have Steph and Paul going to look at their investment. Yeah. And they open the door and it's been closed down. And let's just point out, Steph has given the money over, has never seen it. Not set foot in. Not No photo, sight unseen. See, excluding her criminal and mental issues, it does not surprise me she doesn't have much money if that's how easily she chucks it a ra- yeah, around. Wow. Yeah. Because, wow. uh, I mean, she would have got some money from Max in a payout or something. Something? But, yeah, he worked on an oil rig. He would have been rolling Oh, he would have been rolling in it. Yeah. She would have got money. Even though she did some wrong things, she would have got money. Yeah. And, but she's just chucking it away. Nobody's business. She's so, like, here's, here's Lynn's money. See, so it's no fault but your own, Steph. Now, mm. we, there's a, he- a warning up from the health department that it's mm. a health hazard. Thank goodness they went that day. Yes, yes. They could have gone tomorrow. Because they've actually found out that the health department's coming to do an inspection. Yeah. Now, I don't know how much everyone else has had to do with government departments, but the ones I have don't work that quick. Not at all. So wh- why are they coming today? It would be like a fortnight from now at most. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It did take at least a few days for them to process the paperwork yeah. To send someone out there. And then send the letter. And we have, like, a mail crisis happening in Australia now because they're only delivering every second day. Oh, it's a nightmare. It, it, it's every second day at minimum. Like, you're getting letters from 10 days ago now. Yeah, I had like, to send yeah. a referral to a doctor and took a week. Yeah, I think the medical industry is going to have to revolt because I'm getting the same, like, it's medical ridiculous. problems. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of our... Yeah, anyway. Well, I mean, I'm sure that'll come up in a storyline <laughs> later. your Post, a big issue. issue. <laughs> uh, so... Steph and Paul have to roll up their sleeves and get cleaning. Yeah, and I love that Paul had to do this because, of all people, it's so great. And he had to go and clean toilets and there was there was possum poo. And he was still in his dress shirt and slacks. <laughs> yeah. which he somehow has got back from the dry cleaner. Why didn't he just put his community service outfit on? Oh, he should have put his vest on. <laughs> And, and he's well, probably got the clippy-picky-up thing too. He could have – why didn't he just bring some of his mates from the chain gang around and they could have all cleaned up together? I'm sure he would have given them five bucks cash and in, everything would have been great. In fact, there was all this debris out the front of that motel. Why hasn't the community service chain gang been out the front picking up that rubbish? Yeah. Why is Lasseter always the dirty yeah, area? Yeah, Paul did a deal when he was mayor to get <laughs> – Get it cleaned up, remember? Didn't yeah. You? It was. By it was the Crims. Yeah. yeah. By the and they kept that contract. Now it is coming like, back. Oh, ex Crims are cleaning our front yard. No Keep worries. <laughs> Every now and then we'll get the old director. <laughs> <laughs> so And Teresa's son. Now they put together this working bee and they get Doug down there, senile Doug, who's yeah. really hands-on with his investment. And uh, Steph has roped in, oh, and Josh obviously is available. And now Steph's roped in Amy and I'm like, hang on, you guys haven't been mates for very long and you're asking this girl to help you clean up animal poo? Yeah, I know. But they seem to have really clicked. Yeah. Yeah. They're really clicked. I do believe their friendship. I just think it's a bit of a stressor on the friendship. Yeah. I don't think you're going to, you, sh- you shouldn't really ask that. You should wait to be offered that. Yeah. Yeah. But... Well, just say to Amy, I'm having some problems with this. But also I know you're a tradie. Maybe I could pay you. Yeah. 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 Can you have, here's 50 bucks of my $70,000. Yeah. I'm chucking it out like nobody's business. You may as well have 50 bucks. <laughs> and where's her kid? I guess he's at school. but oh, he we shouldn't... haven't seen him in ages. Oh no, he what went is? to cricket camp. Oh. He went to cricket okay. camp, even though it's school's back, he shouldn't be at any camp. They've got no dedication to things in Aaron's Borough. Like, what's his face never goes to work. No. Nah. Josh doesn't have to get a job. Like he's got a child and he doesn't even have to get a job. No, In fact, if he's got all this spare time, he should be in Brisbane bonding with that child. Yeah. Don't even get me started on the fact that he's not in Brisbane. That's wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. wrong. Great. So the, yeah. now he's speaking of people shirking their responsibilities, Drab, is he helping out his family cleaning up their investment? No. 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 His, his old sick father and his no good son yeah. are down there picking up it's essentially animal feces. There's it's not a lot else going on in that hotel room. It's vermin. It's getting rid of vermin. It's spray and wiping the surfaces. Yeah. I mean, it's not, like, it's not real work. Like, it's, it's vacuuming. It's definitely, not, it's definitely real work, Don't get me wrong. It's not structural changes. No, there's no carpenter needed. Well, yet. Which is why Amy was, like, cleaning the toilet and yeah. stuff. So, Drab, what's he doing? He's polishing his surfboard. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Metaphorically yeah. and literally. He is just... I mean, I wouldn't want him to be my son. I wouldn't want him to be my father. No. I wouldn't want him to be my husband. Teresa's has really got herself out of it. And really. I'm glad he and Loz reignited their spark. But now it's time for him to step up for her because yeah. she's an amazing, accomplished woman. Yeah, she is. She's like her husband died like four months ago. And look at her go. She's redecorated the cafe, sorry, restaurant. Yeah. Now she wants to put a window in to make it a cafe again. And... Like, you know, she's got her daughter had a sick child. And she just steamed through that. Yeah, she spearheaded that interstate move. Yeah, and then paid Put her daughter's wedding together in yeah, a few weeks. Knocked it up. It looked like a nice wedding yeah, too. V- like, very Pinterest. Yeah. Now, uh, side note, I think the best wedding they ever did was when Georgia and Kyle got married at Sonia's nursery. I thought that looked lovely and it was very believable. And oh, that it, was lovely. And nothing went wrong that day. Not then. I mean later. Now it's going wrong. Yeah. The thing is that motel only looks like it has one room. Well, there's they're, other rooms, they're all in that same room. They're, they're all in that same room. they're they're pretending that the other rooms don't exist. So they could be worse. So then the health department, they finally get it all d- d- done. Yeah, and, that, and standard health department guy comes. Like I swear yeah. this guy probably has a contract with every show in Australian yeah. TV. Like he just comes in his health department guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a real nerdlinger with his glasses and his little suit and with his clipboard and he's he essentially just looks around the room. He doesn't lift anything up. No, he doesn't lift anything and, and, and I'm glad he doesn't because <laughs> who knows what's under it. But he doesn't go into the other rooms because Doug pretends. What does he pretend? They've put up signs that say all the other rooms are being fumigated and apparently the health department (laughs) will just let that slide and not look at them they just believe it yeah oh i can't disturb the fumigation no they don't want to get high off the fumes like it's not going to kill you you can step into a room and just check that there's a bug bomb going off or even just bring the blinds askew yeah like check it out because that was all the looking it was really doing anyway (laughs) but but and doug pretends to be the bug guy who's apparently at the meeting like you, 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 have your bug guy at the meeting. Anyway, they take it very seriously. And then they, he says, "I have got a report of bed bugs." And to prove that they don't have bed bugs, they all sit. On Doug the bed. sits on the bed. Yeah, health department guy, tick. Yeah, job, job done. Yeah, there, there must be no bed bugs because you're sitting on the bed. They're gonna have to buy so many beds. In now. fact, it almost seemed like Doug was propositioning health department guy. <laughs> I was like, "Why don't you join me?" Oh, dear. yeah. He patted the bed. To- oh, <laughs> oh, Doug. Oh. If only, um, if only your wife knew what you were up to in Melbourne. So they, they passed that test. Now, as you mentioned before, Loz, fresh from renovating Harold's store mm. with a lick of paint and a few new yellow items of decor. Yeah, now let's remember that she wanted to make it more restaurant-like. Yeah, she was less general store milk bar popping yeah. for a coffee yeah. and more, um, you know, serving food on a chopping board instead of a plate. Yeah, Yeah. More, it, more hipster, yeah. I guess and exposed brick wall chalkboard menu all that stuff yeah we're we're, we're your home wrecker yeah that was <laughs> that's the, right yeah the home wrecker sunday now a couple of weeks after her renovations she decides you know what we didn't do that we could have done that would be good a coffee window a takeaway window yeah and i wonder where is that next to the bin I think it opens out onto the dumpsters out the back because yeah. I think that's where Amber used to dumpster dive with Daniel. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. And then Daniel just exchanged that to dumpster diving with Imogen. Yeah. Um, but so that's not a great place to go pick up your coffee. Why not just walk in and order it? it I, don't, I don't see why it would be such a time saver. walking just like, in, Walking in and ordering it. Has served them well so yeah. far. And, you know, they've got things out of it. They've got relationships out of it. Yeah. They've got breakups out of it. Lots of things have happened from people going in and ordering coffees. <laughs> anyway, and so she just thinks there's going to be a money spinner. And Terage is now put in this ethical dilemma. So she hears about this plan and she has to sign off on it because she's the manager at Lasseter's mm. and it's part of the complex. And Terage says, no, no, you can't have this window because she knows – that there's a scale model going up of this twin tower second tower and yeah. and she the, doesn't the want, north end tower yeah she doesn't want Loz to put money into this into this reno which by the going way nowhere how mature is Therese? i love this renaissance like this, she's just like you know what i'm going to be kind to this woman who stole my husband it's beautiful i and i just really love it when the two of them are together talking about life things yeah. and career and cuz they're grandmas together they share a grandchild yeah and they have to remember that that's the most important thing that grandchild they're never going to see again no because it lives in queensland and they are just getting things done while their men their man their man (laughs) lays around waxing his book oh dear but loz cracks it because the plans have been shut down and she goes to drab to have a win and no matter how wonderful tres is this is going to happen i think once a fortnight for the rest of this time on neighbours, yeah, uh, she's gonna say, oh, she's doing this because I stole her husband. And you know what? If she was any lesser of a woman, she would be doing. It yes. if she stole her husband. And you're gonna have to maybe expect that. Yeah, if, if she owns your property. Yeah, business property. So then Drab goes around and has a go. Terrible idea. Yeah. So Porterage, she's trying to do the the right thing, mm. the ethical thing, and not let this woman waste any more of her money. And now they're both at her throat. And so she's like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, care factor. So, Dull Cop, who is Mark, who I've decided is Dull Cop because he's boring me to tears lately. Oh, it was Dad Cop. I'm like, what? Yeah, he's, no, he's back? <laughs> no, this is, no, this is uh, yeah, Dull Cop. He has his. He's a, dull. He, yeah, he's got the sads. Yeah. He. The wedding was off. He. His, it was kind of his fault. Now, Paige carpools in. Paige is back from Singapore. She was in Singapore maybe, what, three days? Yeah, but you know, she has a fancy life up there. She probably went on business class. There's no, like, um, there's no um jet lag for her. Yeah, true. And she looked a million bucks. She yeah, stepped off the She had this great plane. outfit. Her black halter top, linen pants. Linen, like, culettes that would, she must have been on business class as if they wouldn't be crumpled on, on yeah. back on the back of the plane. High pony, fresh-faced. Wow, if, if my mum lived overseas, I mean, it's not a huge, it's like, what, six hours to Singapore? Yeah. Seven yeah, hours. Something like that. But you'd spend a week or two. Hanging with mum. Maybe. I, her mum's pretty full on. <laughs> and she's busy. She's busy. She doesn't have time to entertain. Yeah, what does she do again? It's unclear. Yeah, she's in business. Mm, yeah. yeah. Now, Paige and Mark are straight away very icy to each other. Uh, and they each try and put on this front that everything's fine. Mm. And then they decide that they need to exchange their boxes of crap mm-hmm. that they collected in the relationship, which mm-hmm. they weren't together for very long. They were together for like two months and they live two doors down from each other. They don't need to leave stuff at each other's house. Yeah, no, they don't. And also they never lived together before deciding to get married, No. Yeah. Although I did, I had a friend who was about Paige's age when she broke up a relationship and she said, I've got to give give you back all the stuff because she just was really angry at him and she wanted to like just throw stuff at him. Yeah. And then she went home and there really wasn't much stuff. So she kind (laughs) of had to make some stuff up, like put some books in there that she just didn't want anymore. So I feel like that's what, that's what these guys did. Some stuff she was going to take to the op shop but hadn't got around to. She's like stuff it. This guy can have it. So um, I think that's kind of what they did. They just walked around the house going, yeah, I don't want that cup. It's a great way to purge. Yeah. And so we learn they meet, they decide to meet on neutral ground instead of just leaving it on the front step. Mm, Which is how you should do these things. I'm not going to be home later, but my brother can answer the door. Yeah. You know him. You've kissed him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they go, yeah, we'll meet in the complex. They've got these bags of crap and... Straight away start arguing about what's missing from these piles. Yeah, and then they get to this cat mug. What's the cat mug? So it had a bride and a groom cat on it. Oh. And we didn't know Paige was into cats, but apparently she is. Yeah. And Mark had bought it for her when they knew they were getting married. Oh, that we as an audience we weren't part of this, Because, right. because they were engaged for fifteen seconds. Yeah. but apparently in that fifteen seconds he bought this cup. Got, got it. Because she saw it somewhere and wanted to buy it, but didn't because cups are so expensive. And then, <laughs> um, and then Aaron maybe told him about the cup or something, and he got to the cup and realized Paige is serious. She has put this bag together to hurt me. Yeah, and the wedding and their relationship really is. Over, over. Yeah, and because arresting your bride on a wedding day. That's not going to put the nail in the coffin? No, no, it'll be the cup yeah. that does it, yep. A couple of other items of note mm-hmm. I want to point out from these exchanges. Paige couldn't find her Bon Jovi CD. No, she doesn't have a CD player. Yeah. But she, she that doesn't mean you can keep it, Mark. It was for sentimental value. <laughs> yep. Well, she had a cup, she needed a coaster, and the CD makes a good coaster. Yeah, and a Bon Jovi one at that. I sort of would expect him to have the Bon Jovi CD yeah. over her. Yeah. I say that as a true fan that's seen the concert three if or four anything, times. If <laughs> anything, if you want to be in keeping with Paige's character, it would have been like the Grease soundtrack. Yeah, it would she have been. Loves or like, um you know, like Ministry of Sound or something. Yeah, perfect. Like something epic. Perfect. Yep. Now, the other great thing I loved, which I'm sure you would have loved, was um, he'd accidentally put a pair of Naomi's earrings. Yeah, and she's like, what's this trash? <laughs> I loved that her, her disgruntledness was – Mainly over the style of the earrings, not over that they belong to his ex. And I love his response was, how was I meant to know? Like, there's just just girls' earrings in my house, so (laughs) I I assume they're yours. You're my fiancé. Great. Loved it. Now, they have this big spat in the complex and then the the neighbouring police officers that are walking by are giving him the side eye Mm. because he's being unprofessional outside the cop shop. And then that's when the Sarge puts him on leave. And says you got it. And I don't know if that's okay, to be honest. I feel like you could at least have a reprimand of some description before being sent home. Yeah. Just going, hey, maybe keep your personal life away from the workplace. Yeah. Like, it's not like he hurt someone. Also, why didn't he just put himself on leave? He would actually, wouldn't they have had time booked for the honeymoon? Shouldn't he, yeah, he, shouldn't he, should he be shouldn't have on leave. leave happening right now? He's doing overtime and getting, like, serious money. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's got like annual leave pay and overtime pay happening. Yeah, because they would have had at least, if not, if they didn't go on the honeymoon right away, they would have had a few days off just to be in wedded bliss. Yeah, to go to Anson's corner, <laughs> or like the hotel in Erin's. Yeah, bar. just have a few long lunches at the waterhole. Yeah, no, they went, and but she's back at work already. Paige is. Yeah, she just, you know, she's got to pay off that dress she wrecked. Yeah, but Mark throws himself into work. I feel like it's strange. I don't want to say anything negative against the police force but most of them are just getting their job done you know they're just going to work and just doing their job they're not all olivia benson you know (laughs) yeah it's a job like any other you go you get it done sometimes there's some danger involved but a lot of the time there's paperwork there's admin yeah and they're just booking things and doing things and you know going to speak some to some wayward boys Yeah, yeah and that's about it and I feel like Mark's not really high enough up in the chain to be really throwing himself into the no. boat like this because he's still wearing the uniform. Yeah, He doesn't even have a detective's uniform yet. No. And he used to, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He used to look much better. Yeah. Now, Thursday was a weird one. It was um, – essentially it was Dude Where's My Car? Yeah. Comes to Ramsey Street. It, or, or The Hangover. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Both, yeah. both of those movies together. Dude Where's My Hangover. <laughs> yeah. And I love that they went back to the um, hotel – like, the, cause that's where they work up. Look, the art department went to a lot of trouble to set up that yeah. piece of crap yeah. set. So they had to utilize it. And when they wake up, we have a special guest. Oh, Lou. I forgot about Lou. Okay. So let's paint the picture. Now we open the episode with dull cop stress cleaning. Cause if he can't throw himself into the police work. Yeah. He's got to th- clean the oven. Yeah. He's got to throw himself into his housework. He's got the rubber gloves and the good rubber gloves. The ones that fold over. Yeah. The double layer of a pattern. Double layer. It was like two tone. Oh, wow. Where does he even get them, you know? He's got money in the kitty. No, but where does he go to get them? Like, do you get? Do you have to go to like a department store or are they at Kohl's? Well, I'd say the supermarket, but there's not one of those in Aaron's Borough. Yeah. Maybe Lauren stocks some of them at the back of Harold's. Yeah, and just, just for when Mark might lose it. Because <laughs> no one else is using them. No. No. So they suggest, Aaron, his brother, suggests a boys' night. Boys' night out. Before suggesting it, Yes. He walks in on his brother cleaning the fridge, like, you know, furious, sorry, the oven furiously. Yeah. And he says, Well, don't just stand there. Clean up too. Like any. <laughs> so Aaron faced with that on his Friday night or whatever yeah. night it was, he was like, nah. No thanks. I got better things to do. And they call Kyle round and they decide they're all going to have a boys' night immediately that night. Yeah. And normally, when they plan a big night out, you just see them an hour later having palmas at the waterhole. Yeah, just sitting there sensibly eating while drinking. Yeah, and then <laughs> someone will have a game of darts and then call yeah. it a night. But now this is apparently an epic night, epic, epic, epic night, because we don't get to see it. Whenever there's a big event, a fun event That's on neighbours, we don't get to see it. When yeah. Xanthi and Piper ran that paid party in the display home we didn't yeah. get to see any of that action no and we don't like there's things that we often don't get to see yeah. and anything fun we don't get to see but yeah so they they went to off air bar yes which they again, were in our studio yeah we didn't get to see that either. But maybe that's why we're here we can't be yeah they trashed it yeah. so we can't use it and carl was the barman because he's now the sole owner i believe yeah of this bar so what it and well, okay. the doctor so we have this scene where they wake up in the motel bed bug ridden bed. Yeah. And they're cuddling. All of them. And I'm like, oh my God, did Kyle hook up with Mark? Because that's amazing. And this is taking the show in an amazing new direction. Yeah. And also there's a brother in the room. Yeah. Yeah. ill, Yeah. Plus bed bugs. Disgusting. Yeah. And then, that's right. That was, that was not brought up at all. They they no. slept in the bed bug bed. They probably all got nits. Ew. And so yeah, rise and shine. Everybody awake. Lou's there. Yep. Lou has come, as we said. Didn't bother Bob booking a ticket for the actual wedding of his granddaughter, mm. but decided to pop down and see how everyone was faring a few days after the wedding disaster. Yeah, because Lou has been so lucky in love yeah. that he thinks he can fix this in, in one quick sweep. And they've sent him down to try, track the boys down at the motel. Yep. I don't know how anyone knew they'd be there. I don't know. Didn't he see them the night before? That's right. Okay. Yeah. So he took them to the hotel. Yeah. So he because he, he'd booked in there instead of going to the Lassiter's. He saw them at off-air bar, um, throwing back flaming sambukers shots. Yeah. So they they obviously got very drunk. Yeah. They yeah. got hammered. People don't get on the sambuka if they're just playing around. And I didn't track a lot of this because, to be honest. I didn't care because we didn't get to see it. I'm not yeah. invested in a fun night out that I didn't get to see. So well, the bottom line from this night out is that Mark took his police badge with him. That's irresponsible. That's wrong. Like what, what else was he going to do? Take his gun? Yeah. And that's got lost. Yeah. And then the only other thing I wrote down was Strip Jenga happened at one of the places. Right. Oh, because they do board games at the... Um, yeah. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. Strip, I think if they did more strip board games, they'd bring more money in. Yeah, they probably ba- would. That bar. That's, that's clearly Carl's idea. So Mark's trying to figure out where his badge went and then he winds up back to talk to Carl and he winds up back talking to Susan and Susan has a great little piece of evidence. She's kept the voicemail that he left on her phone. Yeah. And He's, I thought for a minute he was going to be declaring his undying love for Susan. Yeah, why, why call Susan? Like S and P, like why? Maybe it was S and P. Like he just went, he like had, he clicked goes the, too far. Page, there's no Q, there's no R, S is the next letter. Yeah. So maybe he, clear, he clicked too far. Is there an R? I don't think there's an R. R- Rebecca. Rebecca. It'd be under Toady. It would be under Toadie. It would well, be under Toadie. Well, shout out Robinson. to us if you know if, you think, uh, if there's an If you an R. think it's implausible that he called Susan instead I of just, Paige. Like maybe he has secret feelings for Susan. Love it. Would love Can it. Can you imagine how like great they'd be together? He'd be cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'd always get stuff done around the house. Yeah. Because Carl does nothing. Although he's as thrifty as Carl. Yeah, so I true. don't think she'd be up for that. No. Plus he... she believes in love because she was going to do their wedding. Of course. Yeah. So she's trying to make this happen so she can complete her gig. Yeah. I wonder if she still got paid. They would have had to pay her. No. No way. She was clearly doing that one for free. <laughs> it was just across the street in the backyard. Yeah. So he hears this voicemail that he he leaves for Paige that is essentially him declaring that he still loves her and he, mm-hmm. he screwed up, which is correct. And now this essentially motivates him to... Go and speak to Paige and apologise and come clean about his feelings. That it was his fault. He should never arrested her at the wedding. Yeah. Um. And then she confesses that she didn't never meant to propose. She wasn't ready for marriage. That it was a blessing that it all fell over. Mm. And that this is actually it. And it's time for them to part ways. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that, by the way. I thought she'd get back with him. Yeah. I was proud of her. She gives and yeah. she gives the ring back. No, he gives the ring back because it was her granddad's. Yeah. And then she declares, "I'm going to uni." Yeah, I love that she that the three days she spent in Singapore she enrolled online. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yes. Arts course, right? It was arts. Course. She wants to do an arts degree, which is I think a little bit away from what she. Cause she's very artistic. Like she likes to sketch. Yeah, why isn't she doing graphic design or finance yeah. or something? Yeah, but anyway, whatever. It's probably the only one that had openings this late. Yeah, yeah, because she would have had to wait for like third round offers or something. Yeah, and she can get her folio together for the finance degree next year. True. Yeah, <laughs> she can transfer over. He. Oh, by the way. Mark's badge was in the lake where all valuable goods go. And we didn't get to see him swim either. No, we just see him with wet hair. They spent all the money on that hotel room that week, didn't they? Yeah. We couldn't, like they didn't they didn't save any money for the like rest the, of the... The, the story team. would be like, we've got this great night out planned. It's going to be epic. Can you get a little corner of a set and we can pretend they're at a nightclub and everyone's all excited and then the budget team come back and, and then the like... art department's like, art department blew all the money on making that, that shithouse hotel and now we can't show the night out yeah and they're like the art department's like we have to do it. the hotel is central to storylines for the next six months yeah like and we had to get the bed bug situation happening and then so the story team would have been like damn it so yeah i would have liked to see him in the lake trying to find it because things have gone missing in that lake before i yeah, can't believe wedding he found rings it. engagement rings right prescription cds how did he not find come across other things that would have been a great place for Paige to have stored her stolen goods. Yeah, that's lake. a really good idea. <laughs> instead of giving them to the homeless or the charity bin or whatever. Now, okay, if everything's getting a bit political this week because Sonia is running for mayor. Yeah, last minute she says, I'm going to run for mayor. Throw my hat in the ring. She's the hot button conversation among the play date mums. Mm-hmm. They're cancelling on her, which I would do anyway. I wouldn't trust my kid around her because she always lets Nell run out onto the road. Yeah, and so she, she gets cancelled and things are starting to go wrong, but Tim Collins had said that would happen because he was going to get yeah. the word out there that she was bad news. Yeah, even though her whole campaign for this Meryl race is hashtag I'm you, which is great. I love it. I, and her speech that she did like oh, off the cuff. Beautiful. The, yeah, because Carl was getting really involved. He was so excited. Was like, I'm just a mum. I run a nursery. I'm not perfect. I'm you. Yeah, I'm you. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, that's a good line. But I'm they, you. <laughs> they turn this around and it bit her. Um, on me arse, because they have this mayoral political debate in the pub. Yep. Strange choice there. Strange choice. Why not even just outside in the courtyardy thing? Outside's perfect. Even on the lawn? Yeah, where they had the Erinsborough Festival. I don't know a lot about mayoral mm. elections and mm-hmm. procedures. Now, your husband's a politically-minded fellow. Yep, and he's run before. He he didn't win. But For yeah, mayor? Uh well, for councillor and then the, in, in, in real life. In real life, yes. That's in, what I want to know. In real life, you run to be a councillor and then there's like eight and they vote who is the mayor. Oh. So really, Sonia should have been voted to get into council. Yes. Been elected. To, yeah. Yes. And not just straight for mayor. In my area. Like it's class elections. Yeah. For school captain. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, in my area, the Sonia has been voted the mayor. Not this year, but she was last year. Oh, wow. Basically, like the mum. The, the, the person she that... have a campaign? Um, she's had a few over the years. This one was about saving a dilapidated um, cottage. Lovely. It's like Sonia with the lock bridge. Yep, it's it was exactly that. Mm. And she didn't lock herself to it, but if it hadn't gone well, she might have. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but she actually beat my husband uh, like eight years ago. Wow. That, that person. Yeah. Anyway, but the thing about council elections and and its opposition to what happens on neighbours is nobody cares. True. The only that's, people that care are the eight people running. That's the part I relate to. The not caring. Yeah. And it transfers to the screen because I don't care when they're talking about it on the episode. No. And I don't care who runs like that town. People like Tim Collins don't run for council. Right? Why? Because there's not enough power. The outcomes there's not enough power. You, ah. Plus, you get paid maybe sixteen thousand dollars a year. Yeah. It's so, like he could take one case, one law case, yeah, and make that. People like Sonia run for council. Right. Because okay, so they they want to make a difference. Oh, right. That's nice. They're, they're the people that run for council. Yeah. Most people that are on council really want to be there and they really want to change something in their area. Okay. Which is great. As opposed to federal politics. Yeah. you know. But like Tim Collins, slot right into federal. That's where I see him. Got it for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. But no one cares. So when my husband's run, no one comes to the door, no one calls. <laughs> No one graffitis no. anything of his. You get a little blurb in the local paper. Yeah. And you hand out some vo- cards, but there's also no voting. It's postal. Oh. So, you know, like people vote, but they just do it at home mm. by themselves and then put it in the mail. And most people don't remember to do that, but you do get fined. And I'll give a message out there. Australia, and because Australia Post is so slow, you probably gets delivered oh, yeah. after the election anyway. Well, next year they'll probably have to do it online, yeah. let's be honest. So, yeah, and so do there's they no have, debate. Yeah, I was going to say, do they, have, do they go head to head? No. Like like West Wing style? No, they would do it like personally on the phone to each other, but that's it. Okay, so they're at the pub. They're having this debate and Tim Collins is up for a fight and he yeah. has the most amazing zinger. He essentially throws out all of Sonia's dirty laundry, her, mm. ex, her nefarious past and says, your hashtag I'm you campaign may as well be called hashtag I'm an ex junkie. Yeah, brilliant, I, brilliant manoeuvre. Brilliant, but also I feel like Tim doesn't know what a hashtag is. Mm-hmm. Is that right? <laughs> well, he does have a 19-year-old daughter. That's true. 20-year-old, however Which was. a bit inappropriate with on camera. Yeah. The other thing is I know we call Sonia an ex-junkie a lot on this podcast. Yeah. I don't think I've actually ever heard anyone on Neighbours call her a junkie. Yeah, because she wasn't really, was she? Oh, no, she was. She, she really was. was. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like they've taken that from... Here from 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 us. Hey Tim, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I just. I was shocked to hear them say "junkie." Yeah, it's actually. Well, it, it it's was quite strong language because often, like the big night out with the boys or the um, you know, the sex between Teresa and Paul, <laughs> they don't really say these things. No, they just happen off the camera. Yeah. So normally it would be like hashtag not a good mum or something yes, like that. Yes. Like it wouldn't have been which. Maybe has more of a ring well, to it, actually. Hashtag but... no moral fibre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't know what a hashtag is. He had to ask his daughter, yeah. let's be clear. So, the end of that episode, we walk out and we see Tim Collins's car, and someone has spray painted on the windscreen, hashtag I'm scum. Yeah. Again, it was. Right back at him with the hashtag. It was in the vein of that driveway graffiti we got when, for mm. story, Josh Coward punched. Yeah, it's a coward. I'm pretty sure it's a coward punch or something. Coward puncher, puncher. That's right. (laughs) It was very tame graffiti. And now, finish off the week. Friday, there was Friday was busy. Sonia gets accused of the windscreen graffiti. The ice. She has to go down to the coppers. Now, instead of going to the cop shop, Mark just comes in on his day off. No, he was just giving her advice. Oh. She still went. But he also said, I've spoken to the Sarge and yeah. here's the problem. They think you graffitied." graffiti, blah, blah, blah. She's like, no shit, I, I, <laughs> I realise that. <laughs> and um, and then it all comes out. I wasn't too invested in it so I didn't take too many notes but it comes out that it was Courtney, Tim mm. Collins' daughter, that mm. sprayed the graffiti for reasons that were what, CJ? Um, She has daddy issues. Yeah, because she's yeah. very <laughs> succinctly summed up. Yep. She had issues with his ethics. Yeah. And yeah. He- and she wanted to she wanted to get him back and use his phrasing, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And she thought Sonia is a good contender for the mayorship. Well, I don't know about that. I just think that she wanted she didn't want her boyfriend to be used. I feel like this has happened before. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it yeah. was boring. I was yeah. not over it. So let's just head over to what we really want to talk about. And that's uni. Yeah. So firstly, these three girls are in a class together. Yes. There's so much I need to discuss about the uni situation. So uh, uh, Eden Hills Uni is where this is taking place. Now, a few people online were confused. They think she's already enrolled. She's not already enrolled. Did they use a word for it? Because there is a word for what she's doing. Well, she's... It's, I think it's not called gate crashing, shopping cal- or it's something? It's called auditing. Auditing, that's yeah. it. So she's sitting in on a few classes, tutes, lectures, whatever, to get a sense of what she might like to study. Which I love because these days universities are money-grubbing machines. Yeah. So I can't imagine that they've let her do this without enrolling, but whatever. Mm. I mean, they maybe don't even know she's there. She says she got permission from the dean. Now, normally you can wow. just go in, walk in and sit down. Particularly if you're going to go to your sister's classes. And you wouldn't go to a chute. You'd go to a lecture. No, yeah, you couldn't go to a tutor. I don't think lectures, there's hundreds of people. You can just blend in and sit down. But I love that the dean's been taken with her. She's <laughs> like, oh, look at this one. She could come far, come to university. And enrollments page. are down. They've lost Amber. Yeah, they have. They have. And who knows what sort of degrees they run there? Yeah, yeah, we don't know. So is that where Tafe is too? I think so, yeah, because yeah. that's where Josh got his pamphlets from. Yeah, so they, those courses aren't long. Those ones they don't they don't seem to have classrooms or lecture theatres. Now, Vae, you went to a university that had nice outdoors. Did that happen? No, and in fact, I also did an arts degree, so I speak from experience. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like you maybe done a feminism subject at some point. Um, yeah, although I did more literature and writing. Oh yeah, you just brought the feminism it? I was it. just a feminism at heart. Yeah, yeah I did feminist enough. radio back when I was at the Pirate Net Studios. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> We may have done it, okay, in the four years or however long I was there, three years, we may have sat outside for one tute. It would have been like a 40-degree day. Yeah. And our tutor may have said, we're having this shoot at the pub or out on the lawn. Yeah, I've had one at the pub mm. um, but I've never, uh, uh, yeah. But it, it would have been acknowledged. It wouldn't have been just like this is where we meet now. Yeah, and it wouldn't have been like if it was for first class back because this was first class back I think. I think so, yeah. Um, and it was sort of split across the day. It was a double toot. And I I had this one double toot. It was a poetry writing poetry class. Mm -hmm. It was – I hated that subject. Mm -hmm. I'd done all the other creative writing subjects and it was the last one left. You had to do that. I didn't have to. I just went, well, might as well do this one. (gasps) Oh, okay. Done all the other ones. I think I did a poetry class and then never went to it. It was really tedious. Yeah. So and it was split up over two sessions and in the middle we'd have a fifteen minute break and often what would happen is half of us just wouldn't go back yeah, after because 'cause break. you've already had your name ticked off, you know, yeah, have anything like, to do with that. Eh, we'd go down to the vending machine and then we're like, eh, let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> so uh this chute is split up to before and after lunch. Right. This Oops. is an interesting university. No, isn't this it? is yeah, this is Eden Hills. And What happens is, so, and also people were a little bit confused about why Imogen is doing this gender studies class even though she's studying law, but it's quite common in Australia for students to do a double degree in arts and law. Yeah, and also you've you've got a couple of electives you have to do regardless. Sure. Yeah, And it kind of breaks up the dryness of the law degree by Mm -hmm. bringing in the fun aspect of the arts degree. Uh, Yes, and at the university you went to now has a model where you have to do these things. Sure. Yeah, so I mean... Why not? Why wouldn't the university in this suburb be as high class as Melbourne University? Yeah. Why not? And, and, and arts, I guess, involves, you know, your literature, your history, your cultural studies, mm. your media. Like, it covers a lot of bases. Yeah, and I really feel like Imogen would be all over that. Yeah. yeah. So it makes sense that she would sign up for gender studies. Uh, it didn't make sense. What the hell is Courtney doing there? Barmaid Courtney. I think Courtney maybe didn't get in um, to a real place. <laughs> She got into a paid place. (laughs) Tim Collins is paid full fee. She's full fee. She's full fee. And I think maybe she's – Yeah. Yeah, image and text. She's paying $200 at most. Yeah. I think she's in it full fee and perhaps she's just going to the classes that don't have many people in it. Okay. And they can fit as many people as they want into this class because it's just on the grass. Yeah. There's all picnic tables. Yeah. So, you know, why not – But wouldn't she be doing like a business degree or something? Yeah. Or fashion? Yeah. fashion. What's she she's doing? Quite, she's quite sassy I looking. Just, I don't know what Courtney, what the hell was Courtney doing in a gender studies chute? Or even hospitality. Go yes. to the TAFE place and do the hospitality yeah. stuff. She could be running that bar. Yeah. And so the other weird thing is that if you're testing out a new course, you wouldn't go to the chute because... The way tutes are run in an art subject is you have to go to the lecture, listen to what the lecturer put forward, mm. do some do the readings that are in that are set for you, and then you sit in the tute and you all discuss everything that the lecturer said and all the readings. Mm. If you haven't done any of that stuff, you're not going to sit in the tute like a stunned mullet. Well, I used to, <laughs> but I would just be able to talk, so yeah. it'd be all right. Yeah. But- and I feel like if you've never been to uni before, which I think, oh, maybe she went a little bit back in like Queensland or yeah. something, but it, it didn't suit Adelaide, her. yeah. Yeah, Adelaide. But you wouldn't just straight away be able to go in and like, she made like some pretty sophisticated arguments. Yeah. For someone who hadn't done any of the course reading. Yeah. And who hadn't even downloaded the lecture off the internet to have a listen. Yeah. And I felt, uh, it was a bit of a shout out, I think, to Legally Blonde. Yes, yes. Because they were outside. It was like she was Elle Woods. Yeah, Yeah. And Now. The other thing I wanted to say as well, I've got so much. Imogen, I think she just took Paige to that chute just to show off. She's like, come and sit with me in my chute. And then straight away sits down. She's like, I've brought some reading material. And she pulls out the publicity flyers for the Merrill race. Yeah. She's And she starts putting forward this case study of how uh, Sonia, how she's viewed through the gender prism and how her yeah, she's clearly done politics affect her and then t- versus Tim Collins, who is Courtney's dad, so that's a bit weird. Like we're going to talk about your dad in front of everyone. Yeah, did they know that before this week? I don't know no, if they did. It's no, it's just all retconned, filled yeah. in. But I feel like Imogen might have known, like because she's a lawyer. <laughs> and also because Courtney banged her brother, so wouldn't yeah. she have said, oh, guess what? I found out while we were doing Pillow Talk last night. Courtney's dad's that, that lawyer bloke. Yeah, and also like, um, you know, what's your last name? that slept in yeah, my Shirley house. Shirley Collins. Yeah. So, anyway. But... And also, Toadie, it's like his, his one rival is Tim Collins. Yeah. He would have said, oh, that girl that always hangs around the bar, she's that guy's daughter. Like, husband has not watched show for a long time and I said Tim Collins, he went, oh, yeah. Like, he, kn- he Every, knew all, yeah. all about who he was. Of course. And it would, yeah, you'd know how many times he's been married. You'd know how many people he knocked up. Mm. Like, oh, so lots of logistical flaws. And in this shoot, the tutor calls on page like it's her first day of school it's yep. like page would you like to have a go oh yeah have you got opinions on sexism and she does and she's like oh, i freed the nipple yeah which... she did she did say that and, and then she said it's something i did with my mom yeah it was just weird but, yeah and the rest of the class scoffs at her but come on it's a gender studies class free the nipple was one of the biggest feminism campaigns of two years ago it's not like she was making like making it up no, you know what I mean? Like it was an actual pe- campaign. Like yeah. Those students should have gone, that's awesome. We want to hear about that. Yeah. Or one of them would have said, I saw you on Twitter. Or Great work. if there was any boys in the class, which I feel like there was, yeah. they would have said, come on, do it again. Nice rack. Yeah. So she goes away and to take down everything that the gender studies class was trying to teach them. She goes to her ex-boyfriend and he gives her a pep talk and yeah. gives her the courage to go back to class. So technically she's just sort of wandering about yeah. and he finds her. Yes. So he okay. saves her. He saves her. But but that's the thing. Like she doesn't – she's not even playing an active role in it. She's got no agency. Yeah, agency. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Paradigm. We have to sound like Imogen. Yeah. <laughs> she's had a paradigm shift. But she had – yeah, she had no agency. She just wandered around thinking, what are my opinions? I'm not sure. And then – you know, but that's fine. She's gonna go to some more classes. She She'll get. And agency. she didn't even give herself the 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 leeway of saying I didn't do any of the reading. I I spent a few years since I've studied. Yeah, cut, cut myself some slack. No one's really sure how old I am. No. Well, no, she, we 21. know she's twenty one. And and also maybe gender studies isn't for me. And I pick a I pick I do art history because I'm artistic yeah. or something else. And I'm just here because Imogen's being a bit pushy. What a show off! And so. They take her back to class, and then Paige has been bucked up from Dull Cop, and then she fires up Mm. and gives this big feminist spiel, and it's great. Mm. And Imogen then talks down to her like she's, I'm so proud of you. Mm. You said things that were smart. And she she goes a bit beyond the normal feminism talk, which is what's so cool about it. Like she really thinks it out, and yeah, she has thoughts that most people would need to probably do a few more classes to get. I, I think you're right on the money with Elle Woods. I think she's she could outlawyer Imogen. I think she could. Maybe. She should jump on into the law section. Maybe she can become like if we've got Toadie versus Tim Collins, maybe <gasps> in ten years it'll be Imogen versus Paige. Great, and Paige Sister can be lawyers. Like, yeah, and maybe like she can be like like the corporate. Yeah, blood-hungry lawyer like Tim. Yes. yes, that would be better. And Imogen's just doing like legal aid work. Yeah, she's trying to save whoever the, the idiots on the street yeah. are then. Oh, yeah. love it. Perfect. Probably well, probably Josh. So we've got the next 10 years mapped out. Now, meanwhile, to Rage, she's still toying with this moral dilemma of telling the residents of Aaronsboro that all their businesses are going to be going under because yep. of this second tower. But Dan and Amy walk into this storeroom where the model's being kept. By the way, why not locked? Not locked, not even a tap thrown over it. No, nothing. It was just meant to be for trust. And then we have that beautiful conversation because it all gets back to like Amy and Amy leaks it all to everyone. And then Loz finds out that that's why Terrage blocked the coffee window. as She was doing her a favor and they have this nice friendship moment, which yeah. I really liked. Now Paul finds out that his motel is in jeopardy. Yeah. And he doesn't. Toy around with it. He's like, this place is going to go under straight away. Which they should have decided when they walked in and it was infested with cockroaches. Didn't they have a cooling off period though? Like, can't they get out of this? Surely if you buy a business and it doesn't pass the health inspection test, you don't have to keep it. But also, like, it would take at least 30 days to buy a business. He only just got the checks on Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway. And it's going to take at least another week for Imogen to go cash them. (laughs) So, I don't know. Unrealistic a bit. But anyway. Now that's where we leave it all. Then the big bombshell is Courtney comes round to the Brennan house and says to Tyler, I had it out with Dad. He's kicked me out. I need to stay here. No, oh, she, I, I must admit it's that. So she's another wayward soul living at the house. Mm-hmm. Which, now we're going to round it all off. We're going to do a little head count of who's okay. in which house. Yeah. It's, it's off the chain. How many bedrooms are some of these houses? So we've got the Turner house is full. We've mm-hmm. got Loz. Mm-hmm. Drabs moved in with, mm-hmm. with his wood out the shed in the but shed. He, he must be sleeping with Lauren, right? Yes. Yep. Paige has a room. Mm-hmm. Lou and Doug have a room. I don't know if it's together because Doug's staying with them, and then Lou's rolled in and he stays there too. And no one's on the couch. So now you have Willis, Willis's, Terage, Imogen, Pastori, Josh, Piper, and Paul Robinson. Yep, five, five bedroom. bedrooms because no one's no one's bunking up in there apart from sometimes Terage and Paul. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that house could have five bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah, because it's nice. It's really glam. And it's had additional things put on. And at the very least, you could roll out a sofa bed in that nice sunroom. Mm. Now, the Brennan Home for Wayward Boys. Maybe that's why Paul didn't have the seminar in that sunroom because maybe he actually sleeps (laughs) there. Maybe he sleeps there. Yeah. (laughs) Now, the Brennan Home for Wayward Boys has Dull Cop, Tyler, Aaron Down the Mines, Daniel. Yeah. Um, He's not home often, is he? No. He's always in his Jetstar uniform. So maybe he's (laughs) doing fly-in, fly-out work. But um, he, he has a chance to pass Imogen on the couch from time yeah, to time. God, yeah. they bore me. And now Courtney's rolled up. So, yep. again, five bedrooms. Courtney's clearly going to sleep with Tyler. Yes. Okay, so at least four bedrooms. Yeah. Okay, maybe that works. But the real problem we've got is over at the Cannings. Cannings. So, Sheila. Mm-hmm. Must have her own bedroom. She's own the bedroom. matriarch. Definitely. Kyle and Amy. Share. They, they must be. I don't think they did originally. They didn't originally, no. But we've seen them in their bedroom, which is quite large. Yeah. There's a big room. They either sleep together in the bedroom or they do the deed in the laundry. Yeah. And then you've got Jimmy, yep. little tacker. He's got to have his own room. Yeah, he's a kid. And with the possibility of G- Gary Canning was going to move in. Yeah, so that's five. But then we've also got Xanthi. Oh, yeah. i forgot got Xanthi. Xanthi. So she's Six. got a room. Six people and the dog. And um, Bo- Bossy has a large personality. And I know that the Scully family used to live in there and they had a lot of kids. But this is out of control. That that house does not have six bedrooms. No. They walk off the lounge room area into like four doors. Yeah. And one of them's got to be a bathroom, yeah. right? Where are they all sleeping? I have no idea. And then Kennedy's, you've got Carl and Susan and Nate, I think, stays there. I think he still has a room. You've got a room. And then Ben has a room where he, where he visits. Oh, yeah. And, and, and then you've... If he hasn't burnt it down. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got um, the Rebecca's, you've got Toadie, Sonia... Nell and Steph. Steph stays with them yep. as well, and um, I guess she expects Charlie to stay with them when he moves there. When he moves there, and where does Lynn stay when she comes to see them? I feel like Lynn's fancy. She probably stays at the um. At Lassiter's. Lassiter's, yeah. yeah. So that's where we are. That would justify having a, another tower or another apartment that could house some of these extra people. Yeah, maybe maybe the additional tower could become like serviced apartments, and people actually live there. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it felt like it wasn't a big week, but it was. Yeah, look, lots of little things happened. And I think what's coming, there's all these promos. You know how there's always a natural disaster or a big Oh, what's event? next? Heatwave. Heatwave. There's lots of shots of um, people in bikinis sitting by the pool fanning themselves. Oh, yeah, actually, I might have seen this. And and this has been thought up because of the Brennans, right? Surely. Yeah. They're like, like how do we get those guys to take their tops off? Yeah, like, let's develop a heatwave. Yeah. Oh, dear. At the end of February, which is... Well, um, oh, no, unlikely. Po- possible, but unlikely. I mean, Erinsborough got a tornado, so there's probably a bit of El Nino yeah. going on. Who knows what's happening there? It, it could have a snowstorm next week. Who knows? We'll catch up with all of that in a fortnight's time. And make sure you drop us a line at NeighboursPod Pod on Twitter and comment on Facebook or drop us an email, NeighboursPod at com, And I'm Vaya at Vaya Pashas on Twitter. And CJ is because I am pink. That's it. Thank you for having me. We'll catch you soon. Bye.